Hi, everybody. So this is really exciting. Uh, I am here uh, to talk books uh, that made better movies. You know, they always say uh, the uh, the book is better than the movie, but there are occasions where the movie is actually uh, better uh, than taking the time to read the the book. And I'm very excited because I am joined here by my sister, Anna. And uh, so do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Rachel's younger sister. Um, how many years are between us again? Ten years. Remember. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and lately I've been more of a book person than a movie person, but these are ones where I like the movie better, actually. Yeah. So this is going to be really fun. And uh, so... I, you know, we both, we both love to read. And I I think that in the case of any of these, they're they're not like horrible books, right? Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Most of mine are are pretty good books. I just felt like it's a lot more time to read the book. So if the movie's just as good, even, even if it's not better, sometimes I'd rather just watch the movie so I can read a, a new book. Yeah. Yeah. And there's ones where I feel like the, the book is the book and the movie are basically equal for me. Uh, And so I didn't put those on the the list. Like for me uh, to kill a mockingbird uh, is they're, they're both equally great. I think the movie and book. (laughs) So, (laughs) so that I didn't have that on, my list but uh did you have any honorable mentions that didn't make your top five that you wanted to to talk about uh, at all? i don't think so or i can't remember <laughs> okay um i had a few that didn't make my top five uh i had the harry potter and the order of the phoenix uh is one that i haven't read the book in a while so maybe i'm a little off on it but in my memory, the book was a little, he was a little too, um, too whiny, a little too, uh, um, you know, too much, too complaining. Whereas in the movie, uh, I like that he's more of the leader, you know, he's more, you see him more as uh, the leader of Dumbledore's army and, uh, you know, Umbridge is so great in that movie. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, the, uh, I don't know. I think that, that, I'm not going to say that that movie is better maybe than the, the book, but I, I think in some ways it does improve upon it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that being a big Harry Potter fan? Um, I think that because the movie is shorter, the book mm-hmm. is better because even if you don't like the whiny parts, there's so much more of Dumbledore's army, like all the stuff you love in the movie will just be, there'll be a lot more in the book. Mm-hmm. But I think that the movie definitely with the time limits given definitely took the best out of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's like, I think my favorite Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. So, but the book has a lot more details and a lot more humor maybe than, okay. than the movie. But. I, I agree. It's my favorite also. I didn't know it was your favorite Harry Potter movie. Um, but uh, it's interesting because it's it's not my favorite Harry Potter book, but it's my favorite Harry Potter movie. So that's interesting. And so uh, I also have, as honorable mentions, uh, the Big Short. Did you ever see that movie? Mm-mm. 
I, I recommend it. It's a really good movie. And it's, it's just, I actually really like the book also. Uh, the book is nonfiction and it's just about the, the various corruption that went around and during the, the housing uh, that created the housing uh, bubble. And, and, and uh, so it's very interesting, but what they managed to do is take this nonfiction book and turn it into a narrative uh, in the, a movie and they were very creative about how they did that and how they explained different things and how they uh, used uh, different sort of segments to kind of explain different parts of the the housing market that are kind of confusing uh, different securities and bonds and whatever you know that that are hard for us to understand and so I think they 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 actually made it a little bit more engaging uh, even though I I liked the the book just because they added this kind of narrative and made it kind of flow together and so it's uh it's one that i i would you know put on this list uh, another one that i also uh, like better as a, a movie than a uh, book is the joy luck club i like the uh the book it's good but the in in it's this it's this book about these immigrant uh, Chinese immigrant women and their daughters, and each chapter is a is it switches from being the the mothers and the daughters, and the movie spends a lot more time on the experiences of the mothers, and they're way more compelling than the what I think are sort of petty <laughs> concerns of the modern daughters and so i i like the movie in that case better than the book even though they're both good i like the book um but anyway so that would be my my other one so uh so those are my honorable mentions but what is your number five on your uh on your list here okay i didn't put mine in any particular order so i'll just start with far from the matting crowd um, I read the book after I saw the movie and there's nothing wrong with the book. It's a, like a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing about it was that I think her character is a lot more likable in the movie and there was a lot of kind of old school sexism, which is like totally normal in a book from that period. Like I'm not against that, but it wasn't that fun to read. Just like descriptions of her that made her sound kind of dainty and just about what femininity should be. But in the movie, she's totally like busting stereotypes, which she does in the book as well. But then you also get that old school side that um, is understandable, but just wasn't my favorite to read. Yeah. I I actually had this also uh, on my list, uh, but I knew you were, when I found out you were going to cover it. Uh, I agree with you 100% on this one. I I think that I also read the book after seeing the movie, so you know maybe we're both a little bit biased. But I felt like the the book moved away from Bathsheba a lot, 
and you were spending time with characters I didn't care about and I didn't need to know about. <laughs> uh, and, and I was, I was kind of frustrated and I was like, let's get back to her. She's the interesting one. She's the, the mm-hmm. dynamic one. She's the one I, I care about. And I, I felt like the movies did a lot better of like building up Gabriel and Bathsheba as a couple and as people that I cared about. And I was more invested in their relationship than I was in the uh, book. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the two actors that they got had such good chemistry together and you really, uh, you know, you really you wanted them to be happy. You were invested in them. Yeah. In the book, it wasn't, it wasn't so much like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, I mean, I do love the, just the cinematography, the score, the other things in that uh, movie. It's a movie that when I first saw it, I, I was uh, a little tough on, cause it does have problems. And I think that the book also has problems where I, I feel like uh, the two other um, love interests, I guess we called that aren't that developed and aren't that interesting. I particularly didn't like, um, uh, I think it's uh, Sergeant Troy, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. I didn't I really, so. I didn't really like him. I thought, I don't know. I just didn't buy that she would be with him and that she, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I, I think it's kind of the same in the, uh, in the book. Like it's, it, it doesn't really develop their, uh, and the, the um the friend that and you know what the other guy I forget his name that she Me sends too. Valentine the, the older to guy? yeah I forgot his name too <laughs> <laughs> yeah they he wasn't all that developed either you know it's like what is he why is he so like a, kind of obsessed with her to do what uh, he I does. liked him but I I agree Troy wasn't very well developed it was like why would you go for him at all mm-hmm. given the personality she had but. I like the the older guy. His story seemed believable to me, but mm-hmm. I can't remember in the book, in the movie at least. I like that actor, I think. Yeah, he's a good actor. Martin Sheen, I think he's... Or, no, I mm-hmm. can't remember. Anyway, okay. Um, well, that's a good, very good pick. Uh, I, I, I agree with you on that one. So my fifth pick is... Uh, is not really for the movie I admit, but it's more just like the adaptation that I think is better. Um, and so for me, it's uh, Les Miserables. And uh, I admit that the movie has lots of problems. I get it. But I, I just think the adaptation for the musical, I guess, for the Broadway musical uh, is better. And I, I know that people just love this brought this this novel you know it's a classic victor hugo and everything but i have never been able to get through it Mm -hmm. i think i and i love long you know classic novels i i've read i've read most of the you know challenging ones and and had no problem with them but man i just find les miserables like he just spends like pages talking about the just these revolutionaries, you know, and, and their cause. And, and, uh, I, I just, I don't know. It just becomes very, very tedious at times. And, and 
they're not characters that are all that compelling. And I think what they did with creating the Broadway musical is they created much more compelling characters than are in the book. Like somebody like Eponine is just not even a good character in the book and they Mm -hmm. make her so much more interesting and so much more uh, of a heartbreaking character. And even I think the Thenardiers are better in the musical. I think that, you know, sort of just duplicitous and disgusting and whatever, and just, just more dishy, I guess. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just think pretty much every character is better in the musical than in the book. I mean, Jean Valjean is, is this is equally good, I guess, in both, but, but I love Javert in the, uh, musical and I love the, the how complex he is as a character and how you can sort of see his uh, motivations and I, I I get it that not all the singing is that great in the movie and uh, it has some other problems but for me I still I still like it I still think it's good and uh, I, I I still would rather watch the movie than read the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what do you think about Les Miserables I love the musical and I love the movie but I never made it past like page 15 of the book it's yeah. just too long and difficult for yeah. me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so you like the movie then of Les Miserables yeah I've actually only seen it the one time in the theaters but at the time I loved it I don't know why I haven't rewatched it but I really liked it, even yeah. though some of the singing was bad, but a lot of it was really good. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really like uh, Hugh Jackman as Jean Valjean, which goes a long way for that, mm-hmm. uh, for that movie. And Anne Hathaway, I thought crushed it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was not very excited when I heard that she was cast, uh, but I thought she was really, really good. Yeah. She, she, I'm sure there's people that have played that part on Broadway who are better than her as far as singing, but I thought that she was good and that her, uh, her motion really sold the part very much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's my, nice. my number five is Les Rob. And uh, so what is your number four? It's Gone Girl, which I've also only seen once. I read the book again before I watched the movie. And, oh, no, opposite. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> um, okay, I read the book and then the movie came out a little while later. And the book was good. It was fun. It was fine. But I did it on audiobook and it was like 10 hours to spend with this like creepy... <laughs> horrible situation with these nasty characters and it was fine but I guess I usually don't like to read a book like that with where I have no one to root for when it's like 10 hours of my time when I could spend two hours watching the movie anyways for me the book did nothing that the movie didn't cover almost and I really enjoyed the movie I don't know if I would have looked at it differently if I hadn't read the book first but uh, it just wasn't really worth reading the book. They're pretty much the same. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. I, I'm not a, a big fan of Gone Girl. Uh, it's, it's really well made and it's 
I see why other people love it, but it just didn't. Uh, I, I just felt like her plan was so perfect. Like everything went except for the fact that she was figured out by those, uh, those rednecks that she was staying in the resort or wherever she was at. That was really the only thing that kind of went wrong. Everything, you know, just, they found all the things they found every, you know, all the clues and stuff that she put in place, like all were perfect. And, and every kind of one kind of bowed to her, to her manipulation, like perfectly. And so I don't know. I just, there was a point where I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it wasn't, I guess it's just not my, I don't know my thing, but, uh, but it's certainly, it's, you know, well acted and well made. And so I get why other people really are drawn to it, but I, I didn't care for it myself. So, uh, but that's interesting to hear about the book. Cause I, I feel yeah, like they, I've heard that from other people too. Mm-hmm. The, the one part about the book that I liked better than the movie was when she like does her disguise in the book. She goes all out and that part was my favorite. Like she's been slowly gaining weight and it is like too perfectly planned, like you said, but this, this one was kind of believable to me. Like she gains 30 pounds and she dyed her hair and cut it crazy. And like in the movie, she's just herself with like a slightly mousier hairdo and that's it. And she looks exactly the same, yeah. but in the book, she's like very committed. And I liked hearing like, I guess, a description of a woman like willfully making herself less beautiful because you don't often hear that like I mean for a scheme but it just felt very like um disruptive of like normal feminine stereotypes what she was doing anyways I, yeah. I enjoyed that part but other than that it's not that great yeah that 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 makes sense that that, that would uh, be the uh, the, the case, because I don't know. It just felt like, I think she, she like puts a shawl on and that's her big disguise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, and I did like sort of the message of kind of the media and how the media manipulates the, 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 the story and, you know, one minute he's the hero one minute he's not that. So that mm-hmm. was good, but, I don't know. I just, I just thought this is ridiculous. Like this is so unrealistic of anything that could possibly happen. And uh, so I don't know. That was my problem with it, but, um, but okay. That's a good pick. So my fourth pick is, uh, uh, is the, uh, the cr- a Christmas story. And uh, I know you're not as big a fan of this movie as I am, but I really love it. I think it is, so funny and just i i think it has the sarcasm to it that i really love and i i i just love the sweeter more emotional moments of the movie like when he fights the bully and uh you know he has that moment with his mom you know that he, she she doesn't rat him out to the dad and uh you know he says there's uh things are always different for for me after that and with me and my mom and, you know, just those little sweet, sweet moments and, you know, funny moments, like when they get the, the tongue stuck to the, the, the pole and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like I, I really love it. And, and so when I went and read the book, I was expecting to have sort of these charming vignettes of childhood, you know, kind of like what you get in the movie, but it's really not, it's just kind of, it wasn't funny. It wasn't, 
you know, didn't have any of that emotion, any of that heart. It was just very bland. I thought the, the book. And so I don't know. It just, it, it, it was just kind of crass. It, it, it just wasn't a good book. I didn't enjoy it. So that, that's my fourth pick for Christmas, is a Christmas story. I didn't even know there was a book at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, the author, the, the narrator of the, of the movie is actually the author of the book, which is interesting. Oh. Huh. Yeah. And I think that they made a better, uh, a better, uh, they made a better movie than the book. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't have that heart that the, uh, that the movie had, which I think, at least for me, maybe something about me having had been bullied, you know, a little bit as a kid, uh, that that part always really rang really true to me. And I really, really loved that part. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what do you have as uh, number three? I have Brooklyn and I love this movie so much. So then I picked up the book and totally a great book but for me it was exactly the same there's very few differences and so I might as well just watch the movie movie's so good I just love it so much yeah I love that movie too I'm completely with you on that and I I think that the I haven't read the book um, Mm -hmm. but you do have uh, the the screenwriter uh, that's adapting is Nick Hornby who is a really great screenwriter and i think the way that he i love in that movie how all of these characters that are just these small characters actually have kind of an arc and have a like you it's just such a rich deep movie uh that you know characters like her friend at the um her supervisor at the store or the 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 priest that she talks to or uh, the, the, even the girls at her boarding school, you know, like it would have been so boarding house, whatever. It would have been so easy to just make those characters like, I don't know, like the, the sarcastic one and the cheerful one and the, you know, like whatever kind of have these, these, uh, archetypes that you mm-hmm. often see, but they're, they're, they actually have some, like you grow to actually care a little bit for these minor characters, which just make the whole, thing feels so much more rich and, and and then you have the the two male characters which would have been so easy to make one the like you see in so many romantic comedies where you know where you have the one idiot you know or you're like why the heck would she even want to be with this person and then the hero you know it's like obviously she's going to pick this this person Mm-hmm. And, but they don't do that. Like both options are good options and both of them, she could be happy with either option, which creates tension and makes you care about, about them. And it, you just feel such empathy for her and what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a bittersweet ending, but I'd say the book is even more bittersweet. Like you question her motives and whether she really feels affection for, I think she's a little more cold hearted, I guess, than the book. Um, so I like the movie was a little bit more romantic than the book. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Did they, 
flesh out any of these sort of side characters more in the book than in the movie or? No, I think they did a really good job in the movie of taking what he did with those characters in the book. They were pretty much all the same as in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I love all the casting. I think in that movie is just spot on. I love uh, the uh, Julie Walters is the head of the, um, uh, the boarding house. I think she's great. I, I really like uh, the uh, the lady who plays her mother. I really like Dom Hoagleason as the as the other guy. I really like the guy who uh, plays the, the love interest here in America. I don't know. It's just it's just a great movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it has such a, a sense of place. Like you really, I was so disappointed they didn't get nominated for best uh, production design. Cause I, I just, I feel like you just feel like you're there mm-hmm. there. So it's a good pick. Uh, so my number three uh, is, let's see. I, kind of ended up this out of order but my number three is the perks of being a wallflower and what's interesting about this movie is that it was not only adapted by the writer of the book Stephen Jabosky but it was actually directed by him also and I, I think that he it's not a bad book uh but I think that the movie is is much better in my opinion. I love this movie so much. It just really connected with me. It's the first uh, movie that I really felt like I had a certain nostalgic experience with. Like, there's a lot of movies that I, that I, I loved when I was younger, when I was in high school that I, I have nostalgia for because I loved them when I was in high school. But this is a, I'm talking about a new movie that invoked those same kind of feelings. And it it felt like I could have, it felt like it could have been my friends in my high school. And, and I felt like they got so many little details, right. That you never see in a high school movie. Like most high school movies, they're big and bombastic and have these like huge parties that are so unrealistic and that you never see. But in Perks of Being a Wallflower, it's just like them hanging out in their friend's basement, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, that felt so much more authentic and so much more real. And and I, just little details like the big sort of fight in the, the that happens, which is very common in a high school movie. They This was the only one I've ever seen where he walks away and, he like, he, he has to put ice on his hand. And, you know, you just never see that. You never see them actually, like, because if you're in a fist fight and you're not, like, a trained fighter, like, you will break your hand, you know? Like, you will need ice on your hand. And just little details like that that I just thought made it so rich and so beautiful. And I love the performances and I love the script. And I just love that movie. I love the music. It really added a lot to me. And the book is told in like diary form, which is, a, I don't really care for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's sort of a cheap way of kind of like, we're getting into the heart of our character. We're going to do a diary. And so I don't know. The book is very profane too. It has tons of I don't know, foul language 
and which to, to me sort of hurt tone a little bit, which is, is such a, a well-controlled tone. I feel like in the movie. So I don't know. I just, I love that movie. And I, and the book I thought was, eh. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the book of that one and I didn't love the movie at the time, but I only saw it once. So you didn't love- watch it. Oh really? I thought, cause we went and sat together. I thought you really liked it. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I guess I, I did enjoy it, but I, I didn't remember it afterwards. Like, um, looking back, I can barely remember it. So oh, it okay. didn't stick with me, but at the time I, I liked it. I was happy I saw it, but I have to watch it again to see what I think of it yeah. now. Yeah, you should. I'd be curious to know what you what you think about it, uh, what you think now. But um, anyway, I just I know other people don't love it as much as I did, but I just as one of my I saw it three times in one week. I I, I just absolutely loved it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, what is your number two? Um, it's Atonement. Um, I know you don't like this movie very much, but I love this movie. (laughs) And the book, it has some interesting things that the movie doesn't have. One thing is that because Brian is a writer, the book is a little bit meta in how it talks about writing a lot and like the passion that drives it and what writing means which obviously the movie doesn't have at all. Um, That was interesting, but also I get kind of tired of writers writing about writing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like talking about how great their art form is, but it was interesting. And there's not that many differences. I just love the movie because I love the music. It's one of the best scores I've ever heard. And I think the acting is great and the cinematography Mm. and the book has all the same characters but for me the movie is less about plot and more about these other like cinematic factors Mm -hmm. so for me the book was a little less exciting because it didn't have any of those things that I love about the movie even though I think the themes are still really interesting and it's really well written but Mm -hmm. I just would rather watch the movie (laughs) yeah I mean it I mean Joe Wright knows how to make a beautiful looking movie i mean it is beautiful the acting is is great like you say uh it it i can totally understand why people in you love it uh my problem is just i i wish that they had taken more time to make the couple at the heart of the the film more compelling to me Uh, i felt like i i didn't care about them enough uh and you know it was just like side of me is just like okay you know you 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 made out in a in a library like move on (laughs) move on with Mm -hmm. your life like i don't know it just wasn't (laughs) wasn't compelling and i i guess i have a a heart of coal made of coal i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like you let this ruin your whole life and I don't know so and, and people are obviously are 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 quite quick to believe this this girl you know i mean this little girl but um anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah it's i i can understand though why you and many i'm certainly in the minority on that one that's for sure but Mm -hmm. oh well what are you gonna do (laughs) um (laughs) uh, so my number two is the 
uh, let's see, make sure it's, it's one, the order I want to have it. My number two is this, is the sound of music. And this is an interesting one because I feel like it's, it's a better, it's a better movie than the play and it's a better play than the book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's two different types of good adaptations. <laughs> it's like each yeah. step, they kind of made it better and better and better. Uh, the book is boring. It is not <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, it, it, I don't know. She's just obviously not a trained writer with uh, Marie Von Trapp. And it is just slow and boring. And it's not, and she's not all that likable and you just I don't know it's just not a very good book and you know I think that it's probably no mistake that I have a number of or and I thought of a number of musicals for this because I I think that when you can add that music it just makes if it's good music it just makes such a different dynamic than you can get in a book, you know, <laughs> when you have this musical mm-hmm. and uh, it adds a whole nother kind of layer of experience. Like you were saying with the music in atonement. And uh, so they, when they wrote the, the play, it was written for a woman named Mary Martin who had, it was a big Broadway star, but she had a, a somewhat limited range. And, so they they have this the songs are are written like if you think of do re mi and songs like that are are within a, a pretty limited range mm, and okay. yeah and then so when they were updating it for the movie you got Julie Andrews who's amazing uh they were able to to add a couple new songs for her uh with uh eye of confidence and uh, and, and they, they changed things around they moved things around and I think made it a lot better. Like they have, uh, the, my favorite things, uh, in the, in the scene, uh, with this, the scare of the, the, uh, thunderstorm, which is where in the, in the play is where they do the lonely go herder song, which I think works way better the way they have it in the, in the movie. And uh-huh. they, they add, uh, um, something good was new for the movie. I think that's really good. And they also take out two songs uh, from the Broadway, from the original play that were sung by the Baroness and Max that made them a lot more duplicitous. And uh, they were like evil in the play, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so I think that they made them a lot better, better characters, more interesting, at least to me, more interesting characters. And those songs, are not that good. So it's, it was a good choice to take them out. So mm-hmm. all along the way, I think that they made that a better, better uh, version of, of the story. And, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite movies and it's probably my favorite movie musical. And uh, so that's uh, why I, I, I would say that it's certainly way better than the book. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a book for this one either, even though it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like somebody had a, a a lot of vision when they when they decided to 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 turn that book because on the surface it's just like it you don't see it as a musical. 
<laughs> so somebody was very creative. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, so what is your number one, uh, number one pick? Um, my number one is Silver Linings Playbook. And it's been so long since I read the book that I actually don't remember that much about it, but mm-hmm. it's not the kind of book I would ever normally read. It's not really my style. I read it because I love the movie so much. And I just remember it being a little more melodramatic, a little less heartfelt, like the characters were more catty and the the dad is way less complicated, way more just mean in the book. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, Robert De Niro makes the character, like, interesting and complicated and more likable than not. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in the book, he's totally a jerk. And I, I just don't remember being impressed by the romance. Even in the movie, the romance is so beautiful, but at the end, I, I'm kind of like, would these two people function together, though? But I still, I just love the way it develops in the movie and the style of the movie, but the book, I don't know. I just remember it being not very heartfelt, more one dimensional, Uh but I'm not positive. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah. I love that movie. I haven't read the book, but I, I've heard that from other people as well about the book. And I, I love the, the chemistry that you have between Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence in that, uh, movie and I, I think that that I think adds a lot to the experience uh, in making these characters that are are kind of unlikable making them likable because uh, they're uh, you know they're who they are and and they there's just so many scenes where you're kind of rooting for these these characters uh, that I can picture if they're not done the right way in the book that they would you wouldn't be as empathetic, you wouldn't be rooting for them in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I think in the book, it's like the perks of being a wallflower where at least if I remember right, it builds the story into a big reveal, which I guess, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it at the, in Silver Linings Playbook at the very beginning, they talk about how his wife cheated on him, but in the book, they pace it out until the very end as like a big reveal, I think, if I remember right. And I oh. have seen it so many times. I thought it was way better in the movie just as like, uh, like showing you, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that interesting of a reveal. Like right. a man gets cheated on, like it sucks, but it's not like <laughs> that interesting. I don't know. I liked mm-hmm. it just better in the movie where they showed it right off the bat and didn't try to play it up as like the super dramatic um, reveal at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it gives you an, an empathy for him and you kind of understand where he's coming from. And I, I just thought the way that movie handled mental illness was so good and so uh, just lovely. It, it wasn't like the um, precocious kind of uh, like, I, I, I feel like you get either sort of the scary mental illness kind of that you see in movies, you know, you still see that portrayal of like, the you know the scary guy uh or you see the like uh lovable the lovable uh character you know that 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 really really annoys me and that i i think just 
avoided all of those uh, cliches and those tropes that you see uh, in these were actual like complex, interesting characters that uh, I I really do do love as uh, someone like uh, you know Jennifer Lawrence's character. Uh, the fact that she is somebody who uh, has been, you know, had this, like, I guess, sex addiction, if you want to call it or whatever, you know, she's somebody that the, the screenplay could really kind of look down on and judge, but they, they don't. And she, she's a full character and she's somebody who's interesting and you really feel empathy for. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's no, no, mistake that she won the oscar that year for that performance yeah, yeah is really good so all right it was a great pick so my number one uh movie that i think is better than the book is the princess bride uh, i i thought i did see the movie before i read the book and the screenplay is written by william Goldwyn, who wrote the book and so I, I wouldn't think there would be that big of a difference between the two, but I just, I really didn't like the book at all. Uh, the, the, you know, in the movie, there's the, they'll be going along and they'll have like little, a few little interruptions between the, the boy and the grandpa, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it'll be like, Oh, stop with the kissing or whatever kind of things. And that's just kind of charming and it's Peter Falk and he's just hilarious and wonderful. And, and so it works. It's fun. It's part of the storytelling and the narrator and everything. It works. But in the book, oh, they have so many interruptions and it, it's, it's from the author. It's not from the grandpa and it's him yeah. giving this like, yeah, it's him giving this like cheeky commentary about what's going on in the story. And it's so, I found it so obnoxious. I hated it. It just took me out of the story and I didn't like it. And I, I, I just, I couldn't get into the characters at all. I, I didn't like the characters because I, I, I just kept getting interrupted from the story. I, I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it charming. I just, I, I hated that. And, and it's a pretty long book to be just continually interrupted and continually interrupted. And uh, I don't know. It was like Jar Jar Binks for me. I hated all those interruptions and it really ruined the book for me. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I <tried> Jar. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know other people feel differently. Other people like that book better than the movie. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just think that that movie is a classic kind of basically like a fairy tale. You know, you've got storming the castle and you've got princes and princesses and, and uh, deceit and six fingered man and, you know, giants. And it's, you've got all these, these just so much fun elements, sword fighting and uh, pirates. And you just got all these really, really fun elements. And it is, I know some people that don't like it and, I feel like they were kind of maybe build the, they were sold the wrong bill of goods and they were told that's like super funny. And it's like the most funny movie ever. And it Mm -hmm. certainly has funny aspects to it, but I wouldn't even personally describe it as a comedy. I would describe it as a fairy tale. I would describe it as an adventure, not a 
it has funny things, but I don't think that it's a comedy. And so I think people that are like going into it expecting to just laugh their heads off, like Holy Grail, like Money Python and Holy Grail or something, will maybe be a little bit disappointed. But I don't know. I just think I think it's more of an adventure. It's more of a fairy tale. Uh, it's it's similar, I think, to like the first Pirates movie. You know, just yeah. to, so I love it. I, I love all the performances. I love. Uh, the the movie but i just i i found the book insufferable <laughs> i've heard that from other people too yeah that yeah the book is bad <laughs> yeah so anyway so what what's your number one? Oh, the silver linings playbook oh right right, right. sorry 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i think that 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 these are uh this has been a good list and uh good movies and you know it's it's important to i think keep your toe in both uh in both mediums <laughs> you know to to see to see the kind of the big movies and to see these films and and to be inspired by them but then also to keep reading i, I know a lot of people that follow my channel probably are are more into movies than books but I, I think it's important to keep reading and to to keep uh, uh, trying to find. It's hard for me to find modern novels that I like, but I think it's important to keep trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and to keep. But I also think it's important to. I think I think movies are a really important art form and a form of storytelling in our day and age, and it's important to kind of uh, also keep your toe in in that pool as well. Yeah, definitely. Do both. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, yeah, and I so so yeah, and I if you could just ch- check the, you know, we'll check the I know you don't have like a Twitter or anything like that, but um, you know, just check the comments and and uh hopefully if people want to reach out to you or anything or have any comments, uh, you can you can do that there and uh put in it, Put in the comments your favorite uh, book to uh, movie transitions, translations, adaptations, uh, and uh, let us know what you think and which ones are your favorite. And uh, if you have any other ideas for book podcasts that you think might be interesting, then also put that in the comments. And uh, thanks so much. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks.